Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. We've always worried robots might one day take over the world. Well, now a restaurant in Taramara is taking the first step. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselow and joining me, as always... It's Ben Vanell here. We're doing another episode of Filthy Casuals. It's similar to the previous one, but uh, there's a few small changes that maybe make it a little bit not as good. You can Ooh. listen to this in fidelity mode mm-hmm. or performance mode. Mm-hmm. Performance mode is twice, I guess, two times speed. Yeah. yeah. But you Which don't get as much clarity. We're, we're really performing <laughs> in and that yeah. one. Fidelity mode, I will enunciate a lot more clearly you can to hear. make all the details clear <laughs> yeah. and apparent. You can hear the jackhammer perfectly. Yes. Uh, I was Maybe the aircon. Our friend uh, Timothy Clark, who listened to the episode last week where we had the jackhammer at my place. Yeah. And you know how I was like, come on, boys, no one's going to be able to hear the jackhammer. Loud it was and clear. Very loud. You <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hear the jackhammer. Yeah. 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 So that's good shit. <laughs> um, aircon yep. and the movie Con Air yeah. mm-hmm. just. Swapped. <laughs> oh my god! Is a, yeah, is this a comedy bit? No. <laughs> I was today years old when I realised that Con Air is aircon backwards. So if you're watching the film Con Air and you watch and it in reverse, and you've got no, but oh. you've got the aircon, you're having the ultimate surround Con yeah. Air aircon yeah. experience. Aircon Con Air. Yeah. Con Air aircon. Yeah. Con Con Two point one. My you got air con, con air, and you're the one, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if anyway, anyone... Sorry for... I just had... I've, <laughs> I've been unable to get past thoughts lately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, re- I've got to get them out, and then I could go... Oh. Lately? <laughs> yeah, like the last 30 odd years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that. I know what you mean. It's like you sit the, you've you got the grid in your head, and you're like, that's something. That's a right. joke. That's a... That could be something. It's not even I'll, that. I can't even put it into order to get out. It's like a paper jam. Right. And like mm. to get the next thing out, I have to print that thing still. There's still a print job loaded up on the printer. You know and what it's it got is? to bring that shit out before it can do your right. document, which right. is good. Hello, my name's Adam. <laughs> <Moss>. <laughs> it's Wordle. You've got three in the right spot and you're just mm. looking at what's left and you're like, mm. there's no words that yeah. exist <laughs> that are that. There's just no, there's just nothing. It's not tacit. Trove. Yeah. Yeah. Trove. yeah. yeah. Um, Welcome to the podcast, boys. Thanks oh, for coming. It's so good in. to thank be you here. For, hey, thank you for having us uh, at Knox Towers. And I disagree with the insinuation about Horizon. We'll talk <laughs> okay, about it later. Okay. For once, it's exciting no, I was talking to be about Street Fighter Six. <laughs> <laughs> it's exciting to be on the opposite side to what you and I normally are with especially open world games. Yeah, it's odd. Yeah. It's very odd. So I, I, I would love to dig down and find out what uh, exactly it is about this one that swaps those things. Mm. And we'll get into that later in the show. Yeah, but I first, prefer to repel down. 
Oh, yeah. You do do that. It's scaring the shit out of me how we've been playing Horizon Forbidden West. Yes. Mm -hmm. The way that Aloy fucking just leaps off of a cliff backwards and then chucks up the the hook to rappel down something is so reckless. You think it's like in Assassin's Creed when you press circle and you just jump off the top of a giant building accidentally. Yeah. Like, oh, no. I've got to do this whole fucking quest again. It's so scary because she's the only person in the world who can save the world. Mm. She should be attaching that thing so carefully to yeah. every rock face. She should ideally have a huge like army around her at all times yeah. protecting her. She should be asking for more help, yeah. not less. <laughs> her solo personality is sure causing friction in the plot of this game. Mm. But uh, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. yeah. For now. Well, you know what? You could be if you're into the world of Horizon. Yes. You're not perhaps loving Forbidden West. In a little while, you'll be able to experience a VR mm. uh, simulation of the world of Horizon. That's right. Probably. What, you, oh, did they already announce yeah, that? Yeah, thing, it's called they? like yeah. Jungle Time or something. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Horizon, Horizon Jungle Time. Jungle Time. <laughs> Horizon Robotic Hungry Hungry Hippos. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, we got our first look today at the... Well, not just us, the world in yep. general. We got a special sneak peek 11 seconds before the yeah. rest of the mm. world. If you checked your email. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yep. had my notifications on and ding, here's Eliza <laughs> from PlayStation. <laughs> yep. Media release. Uh-huh. Um, and this it could looks... be anything from new tech to a UFC event that's airing <laughs> that I don't care about that Sony are emailing me about for some reason. <laughs> the... The, the the headset and those controllers, which are the biggest change. Like the headset looks, if you've not seen it, mm. pretty much like uh, an Oculus Quest yep. or similar to the first PSVR. A little more rounded, a mm. little more like modern looking. It's a little got less some, cable. A little less cable. Yeah. Still got a cable though. A yes. cable one, as opposed to the like three that were in the other one. And this, I So I don't believe they've said anything about a separate processor box and all that sort of extra shit that you had to do. With oh, the first right. generation The pass-through HDMI box, yeah. I think you just plug a cord into your PS5. That would be great. A, yeah. a, it's like a heavy-duty USB-C, sort of like your, uh, your Oculus Rift would have. Yes, the, mm, they've got like fibre cables in them. And right. So can, it can, it's a very quick, like a, a Thunderbolt or something like right. that. Some name that's like of a Beast Wars Transformer. Firewire? <laughs> yeah, it's Firewire. That? It's not going to work well, but no. it is made of Firewire. You put your 3.5-inch floppy disk into the PS5, and yep. yeah, it's one cable to the headset, which has like some improvements, like a little rumble motor in there. That's right. You've which <laughs> seems like in practice is going to feel awful. Yeah. I, I understand the appeal of like, hey, you know, we got to be innovating and put new interesting tech in and this is, you know, the haptic feedback stuff's been popular, but it's like, yeah, I don't know that I want something that's on my brain just fucking rattling away while I'm uh, while I'm jacked in. I had the exact same response. Instinctively, yeah. I just think like that's going to make me feel sick or a yeah. headache or the, something. The, the new kind of generation of rumble motors that controllers have in them with that very light, sort of Joy-Con or PS5 controller, mm. the the HD rumble, as we've all been calling it for the past five years. Yes. Yep. Um, haptic. <laughs> haptic feedback. Mm-hmm. Uh, Change t- the word from haptic. It sounds dumb. That's my feedback. Bye. <laughs> tomorrow's word will be haptic. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> that we would be dead yeah. on. If you okay. have one, like just those little m- motors in there to make you just sort of, that do the same thing as in the PS5 controller, which is like almost emulate the audio yeah. That is going on. I think that's how the Rumble generally I, works. With I that. find the PS5 one to not be very subtle, though. Like, right. I, I don't. It's not very like the lightest it goes is when they're 
is raindrops in Returnal. Yeah. And that's even like, is someone shooting me? Like, I don't find it that, yeah, subtle. Fair so, enough. So I, I I'm sure that that'll stuff. be something you'll be able to turn off in like Yeah, yeah absolutely. I find the, the gap between like the, the kind of haptic feedback stuff adding to immersion and breaking it is so like his mm. yeah like you're saying bit of raindrops bit of light deft touch like the astrobot demo thing did it mm-hmm. really well it's like this is very immersive but then if it's like a big explosion and it's just kicking off and you can just <laughs> you can just physically yeah. hear this little and it's like you just become aware it's like Oh, that's like a little motor in there. Right. Like, it just completely yes. takes you out of it. Of yeah. like, I've had moments with the Switch ones as well, where like th- when they go hard, they go like this little buzz, like you're saying. Mm. Yeah. And it really makes me go like, oh, I'm holding a toy. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I'm turned, sitting yeah. here being a baby. Yes. I turned mine yeah. off on my Switch for in handheld mode because it just yeah, it's just mm. that it shakes the whole thing. And that's it's how just, adults do it. Yeah. Denial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> block off any of the negative feelings. Yeah. Now it's not a toy. Now it's you're man. Tech. <laughs> it's <laughs> a gadget. Yeah. Um. But. Uh, yeah, I, I read the whole kind of blog post of the PSVR 2 where they talk about Oh, did the, you? Uh, well, then yeah. repeat it verbatim. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favourite paragraph? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, I didn't read it, so I just looked at the pictures. I didn't know there was a blog post. So well, it's just, it's just the designer talking about the, you know, the inspiration of the new design and mm. how they were, you know, they were trying to make it look uniform to the PS5 and they want it to be a thing that'll, that'll kind of still look aesthetically pleasing, kind of sitting on your right. TV cabinet. And just kind of all this stuff where you just go, mate, drop the act. You've looked at the Oculus and gone, that's the way to do it. Yes. Right. It's like, let's find it. Even the controllers, he's like, oh, you know, they're rounded to kind of to, to sort of mirror the idea that when you're in VR, the, the uh, whole yeah. world is around mm. you. It's like, yeah, the Oculus one's around it. <laughs> and even, <laughs> yeah. even saying like, yeah, we want it to look aesthetically pleasing on your cabinet. Well, it looks like the Mighty Ducks logo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it still looks, everything yeah. looks dumb. Well, Honestly, the Oculus, I th- the, the, the Oculus Quest 2 specifically, right. I think, is the only piece of gaming tech that I do think looks good sitting on your cabinet. I agree. It, because yeah. it's wireless, it's pretty minimal. Sure. Even the controllers are okay, but I do think the PSVR 2 still looks like uh, like a nice expensive toy. Which I think is, it yeah. looks good. Yeah. To, to, it looks to be better clear, than the old one. Not that that's yes. saying heaps, but just yes. going like we want it to look aesthetically pleasing while it's sitting next to this thing that looks like a fucking bar fridge. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even though I like the design of the PS5, it's like yeah, it's huge. Like yeah. you weren't too fussed about the what you were doing to people's kind of living room aesthetics when you were designing mm. that. So, mm. and but what, yeah. whatever, I want them to focus on the the, the performance, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so the the other sort of stuff they've got inside of the helmet is. Uh, They've got little fog vents for the for the <laughs> lenses Great. now, which Good. is crazy that it's taken mm. this long to do it because that's always been a problem for me. Yep, yep. I'll heat up, I'll fog them. Mm-hmm. I'm not embarrassed to admit it. Yeah, I've got body heat and it radiates out of me. <laughs> mm. I wonder if this was inspired by the mask mandates during COVID nineteen. Just being like, you oh. know what? When you were putting the VR headset on and that was the only time you were dealing with this during your day, mm. but you don't want to be coming out of the cold, your glasses are fogging up while you were in the mask, putting yep. the VR headset on and having the same experience. It's meant to be an escape, guys. Yeah. We got to put the fog vents in. Absolutely. <laughs> well, and because people focused on how to defog their glasses, mm. it's like, well, people have been thinking about this, okay? Yeah. People know you can fix it. Wash your glasses with uh, like dishwashing detergent. Does that work? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I never bothered. Dip them. I was that's like, this good. sounds like a. That's my one bit of um. That's my one bit of the pandemic <laughs> where I was like, this is a scam. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't real. This dishwash. This is a. This is big. 
This is big Domestos yeah. Yeah. getting in. You've been dipping your glasses in ivermectin. Yeah. <laughs> trying to get them. Now I can see clearly. I can see the media is lying to us. It's like the they live glasses where you can see everyone's like an alien. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the helmet is, you know, much of the same, but uh, with, with those sorts of improvements. Yeah. Little jack, all of that stuff. The controllers, though, I think look... Uh, Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. They've got like a sort of loopy uh, over the wrist circle yep. that you reach through, which is to me what if that's futuristic. Yeah. Right. When someone would reach through the ring and then grab like the spaceship controls out of oh, the console see, in yeah. a sci fi yep. movie. Yeah. Yep. Love that shit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Even if it's Joey from Friends <laughs> doing sure. that shit yep. in the in new Lost, Lost in Space. Space. Yes. It looked cool to me. And they kind of look like that, kind of like the index controllers, the Valve ones. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that is because they have, you know, more complex finger tracking and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. So it's all really fucking uh, exactly what you would imagine, but also really cool. Yes. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah. yeah. I'm pumped. I think. And also the little bits of software that they've kind of hinted at and shown off already. Yes. Look cool. Yep. I mean, I think, you know, we all love our Oculuses that we have. It's a great piece of hardware, especially for the price. But it still is, it's got some great stuff on it. Yep. But it still is a bit, you know, actually having a studio that's got all these IPs that they can funnel out these cool experiences uh, with. Yes. I think is the, yeah. And with how well the PS5 has sold so far to the point Mm. where, you know, it's only just seeming like now it's getting a little easier to get one. Yep. Uh, And having the VR headset come along much earlier in its lifespan with Mm. a much more capable machine than compared to the PS4. Uh, yes, I agree. I would love to see this spark some new VR stuff being made because it feels like it's all wound down a little bit on Oculus things. Last yeah. year there was like the Resident Evil 4 VR Which mm-hmm. was great. Version, and which hopefully was great. that's like the a starting point that's inspired a lot more yep. stuff of that nature and kind of shown developers what's possible. Sure. But I mean, even if this thing just launches with the new uh, Astrobot VR, I think mm, we'd all just great. love that. With higher fidelity, a bit easier to move your head around because you don't have a billion cables behind you. Mm. Like as a as a launch thing, hopefully they've learnt like Oh, that was like that was the thing that really won people over on the first one. Mm. So the smart move would be get this out of the gate with that as a package. Yeah, you're off to the bloody races, mate. <laughs> the one thing I'm worried about with only having one <laughs> one cord is I'm looking at my PS5 over there, right? Yep. Yeah, stand and We're tall. all looking at it I'm now. I'm now looking at it. I, hang on, I've got to rotate myself yeah. a little bit. It's but stand and tall. Officially, all three of the boys are looking at Adam's PS5. So while you're looking at it, would you agree that it is standing proud? Yes. yes. Imagine a VR headset. I'm going to take a photo just <laughs> just to zoom in make once. Him, I mean, you make it the episode image on the social. You know what it's going to look like. It is a bit, but so see that yeah. little USB-C yes. port in the front. Yep. Imagine a cord plugged into that and imagine me walking slightly too far away from that PS5 mm. and giving it a minor yank. A little tug. But this is going to be one of those things where the pack-in cord is like probably not, you know, not Quite up to scratch in terms of length, but I'd you know what? You'll be able to buy mm. for ninety nine ninety five. Oh yes, a cord that gives you all the bloody length you want. But even yes. then, say I snag my foot on it and give it a bit of a yank. Having a, a yeah. cord that is attached to my body, yep. that could then tug that thing off of its perch and onto the cold, harsh, unforgiving ground below. I've got a piece of advice. Yeah, <laughs> what you need to do is way less than the PS five. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. No, but I can way. still tug with more momentum, so I need to be weaker even than the amount of strength it would take yeah. to pull the PS5. You can't build up any inertia, so you have to... Fuck. Yeah, it's 
It's doable. Well, we don't have a release date yet, so I've got time. <laughs> yeah. I wonder, because I bought the Oculus Link cable. It's pretty stable, I have to say. It's I just got, gave it a shake. Yeah, it's got the stand on. I'm just... It's like the thing when they when they did the original Xbox, they had those... Uh, the, the controller cables had a less well-connected little extra bit on them that was like a, a, a dead cable. Right. Uh, whatever you call that. Like a... What, there's a word for that. Yeah. Like a dead lock, a, a safety thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so if you... Kicked it by mistake, that would disconnect easily. Yeah, well, yeah. like Apple, a MagSafe. Apple yeah. had the MagSafe, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they've gone, nah, fuck that. You're all adults. You <laughs> yeah. can you can learn to not trip over your. And if um, you if you can't, we'll bring it into the bloody Apple Care, and we might have to charge you a little yeah. labour fee. We will work something. Yeah, out. a little bump. Yeah. So yeah, no release date, no price. Yeah, those um, were the things. I was going to say with still. the I've got the cord. I bought the cord for the Oculus uh, right. Link. Yes. Um, for my PC to be able to play Half Life Alex. Mm. And I found the cord. Ben. Huh? That's Ben you were talking to, not Alex. <laughs> Sorry, for the game Half-Life, Ben. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Wait, which game Half-Life? Which Half-Life game, yeah. Oh, the VR one. Oh. oh. Half-Life Alex. Yeah. Right. No, it's Tommy. Oh, sorry, Half-Life Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, they've just been real <laughs> out of the park hits today. I love doing making up your own who's on first. Yeah, we've yeah, done yeah. it before. We've Stumbling done it across shows. an unfound variant yeah. feels pretty good. <laughs> yes. So, who's going to suck my dick? <laughs> yes. No, I'm asking. <laughs> anyway, I started using the because uh, I couldn't get the cord to work properly, mm. so I started using the like just the wireless thing, the, and it works yeah. fine for me. It works yes. perfect. Yes. So you would have to think maybe that's going to be an option with the PS. To do it wirelessly? I imagine I would be surprised. the PS5 is planning to pump out more data, more high-quality stuff, mm. right? And, and have I, a baseline that they yeah, have to Yeah, I mean, hit. I don't really get how that all works, but Maybe Half-Life Alex is pretty demanding visually. But they also, like, when they release it, they're like, hey, it's going to depend on the quality of your VR headset. Like, this is all... It's that's, P- true. It's pe- yeah, that's true. PlayStation... Um, you know, whatever. It's first party stuff. It's um, I, I would be surprised uh, yeah. because like the 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 steps you have to go through to get that to work on a PC, there's more powerful networking stuff going on. That's very than true. The PS5 yeah. is maybe yeah. capable yeah. of. Um it would be cool, but I wouldn't expect it. Because they're doing the cable. You'd imagine they And hey, I'm just cable. thinking out loud because I don't want you to be tripping over <laughs> tripping over things in here like bloody Mr. Magoo and like knocking I, well, over. Well you here. are Mr. Magoo. <laughs> if he if he had a VR headset yeah. all the time. Yeah, it's true. And he's doing walking over a construction beam simulator, but he doesn't know that in real life yep. he's walking over a construction beam. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. dangerous. Um I'm looking forward to a, a, a next gen that will match what is available for the PC now. I guess. Yeah, and here, really here's my better caveat. tracking and stuff yep. too. If it's too expensive, I'm not getting it. Okay. Mm. Well, you know, I have a limit. I suppose that's a rule for every product in the world. Yes. I've but never bought a house. <laughs> way too expensive. <laughs> if it's like five ninety nine Australian, I'm out. Right. I feel that's like a lot of money. I to feel like already it could have be. an Oculus. Yeah, it, it could I f- be pushing I, it. I wonder how much they're looking at that. Seeing the kind of like a big part of the success of the Oculus is that they kind of nailed the price point mm. for what it is. And yeah, that that last gen one, it was so expensive yeah. when it first dropped. Same I, as a pl- same as a console, right? One yeah. benefit maybe with this new one is that it is. Relying more on the internal hardware in the PS5, so they don't have to make that extra box with more processing yeah. power. Yeah. So, like, even though it is more complicated stuff that they're putting in there, right? Maybe it's more of a screen than but a yes. I'm guessing yeah. four. It will cost. 
I think it could be 500 Australian dollars easily. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We won't know yet, though. And the fact that they didn't announce it with this and they've gone, here's what the specs are. And then, oh, later on, here's a photo. Yeah. And not doing price yet. You know. Weird yeah. drip feed kind of way that they're doing all this info. Just yeah. like little bits of tech stuff and then showing what it looks like. And then, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, being able to use it. But I'm also just... Keen to just get the full announce of yeah. here's a bunch of stuff that's been developed with some for games it, for what's it coming too. out mm. with it, and here's here's the date and here's the price. Well, I do think yeah, maybe they're drip feeding it to get people excited, so that when it's six hundred dollars, they're like, well, I already want it, right. so yeah, yeah, I have to point. buy it. Oh, and I guess not E3 because Sony doesn't do that anymore. But around the middle of mm-hmm. the year, they'll do a VR state of play, yes. and we'll get all well, of that. Well, I'll tell you stuff. what, there's totally. even less information out there about than the uh, than the uh, PSVR two. What exactly black holes are? Mm. There's probably yep. tons about. Is that. there aliens at Area Fifty One? Is there? I think there's more info about that than <laughs> yeah. The PSVR if you're just 2. talking, if you go, raw, okay. yeah, there's you can find out more about it. Raw yeah. volume of information. I did, there'd be uh, a ton of that. People speculating. You're not going to get yeah, someone right. being like. I know definitely that the PSVR 2 is out in November <laughs> yeah, and it's sure. going to cost $800. Tom DeLonge is not doing <laughs> blog posts about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. But this I did watch The X-Files, that documentary series, and there's mm. a lot about aliens in that. Okay, so, yeah. all right. What, what is that? Street Fighter 6. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, they did yeah. the same thing where it was one of those things where, where by the time they'd announced it, all these people had gone like, yeah, it's definitely happening on Monday. Mm. And it had been sort of reported yep. on a bunch. So they came out and everyone was like, yeah. Mm. Vague little teaser. It's yep. been looking likely for a while because they sort of wrapped up Street Fighter Five, and they put out yeah just a short little FMV thing and yep. a couple of Street Fighter guys looking real fighty with each oh, other, yeah. looking yeah. like they're gonna kick shit off. Mm-hmm. Who are who? It's Ryu, Ryu, and someone else. Don't Some know the other, other guy. don't remember. I think they're an American character. That's all I remembered about it. Maybe yeah. There was like a USA patch on the jersey. I don't think it was Guile or Ken or any of the sort didn't, of more didn't look like them recognizables. Mm. But yes, so um, there's a Street Fighter Six coming along now, soon. Famously, Street Fighter Five launched with like nothing. They really bungled it, didn't they? Yeah. People yeah. weren't happy with it, yeah. but they yeah. fixed it up a lot since then. And you would imagine that they are across. <laughs> What people expect <laughs> yep. from Street Fighter now. Well, a high quality, a high standard of quality. Yeah. Not just doing the cheapest and easiest, most if, possible thing. If they yes. phone it in again, yeah. in any p- in part any of this part production, of it. yep. it's going to be a bad indication for how much effort they're putting into the, the thing as a whole. And right. you'd think that they would know based on the response, the, you know, the... The uh, negativity around that initial launch of yep. five, yep. they would know. Just dot your eyes and cross your T's. Yep. You can't get away with cutting corners mm. because people will dig in and find where those corners have been cut. They found out why the net code was exactly bad for Street right. Fighter Five when it came yep. out. Yep. All of that stuff found tracts of information in the in the codes about extra characters who weren't included. Right. All of that shit. But hey, they're in a safe position because Street Fighter is one of the most globally recognized and respected franchises mm-hmm. the the identity of it is so strong the branding of it is so strong totally. they've got this beautiful logo it's very retro now retro yeah. stuff is in too yeah, been, street fighter yeah, yeah it's almost it's been almost the same since the beginning they've yeah. got this beautiful branding that they can just stick with you put that on the package yeah. and everyone's going to know this stands for quality so as long as they don't change that as long yeah. as they just stick to that that everyone oh. knows and loves uh oh yes news just in mm. <laughs> 
The logo that they put at the end of this fucking video was off of Adobe stock and cost $80. Hang on, news just in. This bit hasn't been going for long enough. <laughs> Stretch it out a bit, boys. Oh, okay, uh, who's uh, on designing team first? I was, I was very, very much hoping that we would not actually say the joke and yeah. would just change topics. It's really nuts, though. Like, they... I don't know why there was a hexagon with the letters S and F. Maybe San Francisco. San Francisco, I think, yeah. yeah. I get, suppose that's the other big SF out there. It's yeah. a stock image, right? Sandra so it's Fullock, just, yes. It can just stand for whatever you... Maybe the person stand who designed for. it... <laughs> 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 maybe the person who designed it was like, oh, it'd be cool if Street Fighter used this one day, but <laughs> no, yeah. I'm being silly. Yeah, They've got yeah. their own logo. I daren't dream that big. <laughs> <laughs> so they just bought an $80 thing off of Adobe and then added a couple of paint splatters right, of right. the same yes. colour which is like the easiest thing in the world to do. Yep. And then a little six coming yep. out of like a starburst. Yeah. <laughs> it's dead set like copy pasting a uni assignment and yes. just like changing four would, words in a sentence. We got this from a tweet. I can't remember whose tweet, sorry, but like. Oh yeah, it's in our chat. It, at Donald J. Trump. <laughs> yeah, that was it. <laughs> yeah, it was at 2am. What they're doing with this street photo logo. It's, it's the greatest logo. It's the greatest <laughs> logo I've ever seen. We're gonna, it's beautiful. I, I'm not encouraging it, but if everyone turns up at the Capcom head office, <laughs> this March the 6th, we'll be able Street to... Street Fighter 6, January 6th, a date I remember. Very, <laughs> yeah. very SF, well. Inside of a hexagon, six sides, six people in the pizza parlor. You understand <laughs> what we're going to do. These guys, they got Monster Hunter, they got Resident Evil, and yeah. now they got a new Street Fighter <laughs> coming out, folks. Is it pronounced Cap, Capcom or Capcom? Capcom? I've been seeing Capcom, Capcom for years. The Cap Company, it's Capcom. <laughs> uh, the tweeter person was... A failing company. <laughs> Or or Aurich A U R I C H. They uh, they broke the story. Yeah, it's very funny. Great find by them. God. You'd be looking at it going, "This can't be, this can't be right." Oh, yeah. must have noticed one of these. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes, as you said, Knox, US seventy nine ninety nine dollars. Fucking hell. Because in general, all of the other stuff that Capcom do, so that, that yeah, it's happened to them again now with Street Fighter, even though it is very early on in the rollout, but it's mm. still a bad look. And then, yeah, the launch of Five, pretty bungled. But all their other stuff that they put out, I tend to associate with such a high level of quality mm. and polish. They mm. with, everything, with all their other franchises, they don't seem like a company that does things by half. No. Like Monster Hunter Rise had kind of had this weird abrupt ending that they... That they added stuff to later. Right. But that was still after like 15, 20 hours. That wasn't yes. it. Like, Yeah, and the game was good. Like yeah, it launched, and the game yeah. Was, yeah, it yeah. wasn't. Yeah, so it's it's weird that with the Street Fighter team, they're a bunch of, they're a bunch of bums. Yeah. <laughs> they're, all, they're, they're punching each other in the head all day. It's like the Jackass <laughs> crew over there. But right. Just because they've got to do the animations themselves. <laughs> right, so right, they're all right. like, oh, I'm too hurt to design. So, so all the mocap's internal. They don't outsource. Yeah. They don't get <laughs> other people in. And they don't The mocap the and the injuries. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so, yeah, it'll be probably using that RE engine, which they use for everything now. Yep. And it's a new Street Fighter with all the promise and trepidation that seems to uh, bring for people. The yes. other thing that I wanted to fucking bring up that I think is crazy but should have happened ages ago is that for the first time... Uh, they're skipping a Call of Duty year. Yes. Right after they're like, no, it'll keep coming out on PlayStation. And then they're like... Uh. So there's not one in 2023. It looks as though there will not be. It's not confirmed yet, but it's like... Which is... Jason Schreier and stuff reporting this being like... Dr. Hey, Shrek. Happen. Dr. Shrek. <laughs> when did he become a doctor? Right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, that is when the contract finishes with Sony. Is it? Yes. Right. That is what they said. They said we're contracted to release uh. them on all platforms up until an inclusive of 2023. 
So 2023, there will be one next year. They're skipping until 2023, sorry. I might have said that wrong. There oh, won't be okay. one coming out this, this year. year. Yeah. Even so, that is I, I removing, wrong, removing yes. one from the slate. Yeah. And it's like, honestly, probably past time they took this year gap. Assassin's yep. Creed was the other big yeah. yearly thing from like, I guess they didn't do one in 2008, but uh, 2007 was Call of Duty 4. And every right. single year after that, so for the last 15 years, they have put out a Call of Duty every year, come mm, rain yep. or shine. And that is including the ones where it was very clear they didn't have the resources to fully do it. Right. Yep. Black Ops 4 came out. With a campaign that they ditched, they right. they they didn't put it out, and it yes. was just the the um, war zone royale and, mode, and mode. Yeah, yeah 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 zombies and the other yeah tournament stuff, just regular yeah it's multiplayer, a, yeah. and they, so and the the. the the seams and the cracks have been in multiple of the games across the year of the pressure that they But are not under. all of them, right? No. Like Cold War wait. <laughs> Black Ops Cold War. Yep. And Modern Warfare the and year before yep. that. Like th- there've been some fantastic ones. They moved on at some point to a position where so it used to be two teams working on them alternating in two years, then they added a third in. Right. And each would put out a game every three years. Which are they all internal I mean, teams? They as are. Well? They're dedicated yeah. on this stuff. And right. then they have like some support teams that work with each other and all that stuff yeah. too. But they all basically just do Call of Duty on a three year rotation. Right. And even that, it's just a big enough, massive enough, crazy enough thing that like, yes, they do that three year thing, but then they've got a year of post release support yeah. with mm-hmm. maps and stuff that eats into that next game and that it's time to reevaluate the whole thing too in the way that Assassin's Creed did. Yeah. Where the reason that four was successful enough that it was essentially successful for 15 years yes. is because they went, wait a minute, what are we doing here? Yeah. And how to think about it again. What yeah. does the world need from first-person shooters? Oh, cool stuff. Numbers. <laughs> Numbers increase after you shoot. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And then Destiny went, hello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yoink. But so, and every other shooter in the world did that. So, yes, they, yes, they are taking a year off this year, it looks like, which is great news. Yeah. I yeah. would love to see them... Really Get take stock and back. go again. What if mm. the next one's bad? <laughs> it probably will be, <laughs> and like I think that will be. No, I'm crazy. I will keep playing them until they stop making. I was going to say I had mm. the answer to my answer to your question would have been Adam will play all of it. <laughs> well, yes, he's already played some bad ones. Plenty of them, yeah. yeah. But it will just be like. In the way that has happened with other, especially Activision things like Tony Hawk, Guitar Hero, they milk them until they're dry. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they can re-wet this franchise if oh. they just spend a little bit of time... Licking the nipple. That's all you got to do. Yep. 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 It's all connected in there. <laughs> yeah. I, I just can't imagine <laughs> how it's going to change. Like, what are they going to go away and come back with? Like, mm. they're making cinematic campaigns that are of varying length, and then they're yep. making globally successful billion dollar you know multiplayer modes like what's what I, are they, why do they need to make it better so there's two different directions that i could imagine it happening in is one is like hey call of duty is a yearly release no longer exists here's call of duty infinite oh yeah here's the Fortnite version of call of duty where mm-hmm. it's free and we put paid stuff in there and we're completely transitioning to that model right or they go like Assassin's Creed, where I had the same thought of like, well, what could they do to even make Assassin's Creed fun again? Because mm. it's such a uh, established and well-worn format that this mm-hmm. game exists in that a ton of other games now do too. And their answer was like, oh, we played The Witcher and sort of did that. A yeah. Little. 
And then that got tiring as well. Yes, it did. After two. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I, you know, yeah. if I knew I would hang up this call right now, we're in real life. <laughs> yeah. And I would go, I would march up to, to Phil Xbox's office. Yes. Yep. Be like, hey, Phil, it's two days after the allegations and I'm here to sweep up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I, yeah, I, it's, um, it's, uh, Pretty crazy that they finally themselves reached the point of going like, we can't. We've got to skip one. Mm. It's their biggest cash cow. Yeah. Maybe it is the Xbox acquisition that has given them the breathing room to be able to go like, we can take our foot off of the accelerator. Yeah, if they have three essentially like development teams working Mm. at all times, like maybe they've got salaries to pay and they've, you know, they've had... They've had a slim profit margin. Who knows? Maybe this is the yeah the yeah. little uh, buffer they need. And their 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 business model has needed that yearly release at this point, yes. but uh, up until this point. But there are lots of other games that are proving that maybe there's a way to make even more money and yeah. make an even worse game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we'll 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 see what happens with that. But it's it's something that is like yeah. I, if they'd have done it in 2016, that would have made sense. Yeah, right, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're skipping a year with. Uh, Call of Duty makes a lot of sense. But you know what it doesn't make sense to skip? What's that, Tommy? Trimming your pubic hair. And oh. ad reads on podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> you should never skip them. Yes. That's our cash cow. We can't afford to take Every a week off. We're operating at a very slim profit margin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if someone acquired us, then sure. Yeah, absolutely. If you like slim margins, though, you can keep a slim margin between the end of your skin yep. on yes. your genitals mm. and, the, and the beginning of the outside world. Oh, yes. There yes, you go. Yes. And you get, a little, um, you get a little clip thing. What's it called? To like decide the length that you want. What's oh. that thing called on top of the trimmer? I don't know. Does that have a name? Oh, uh, a, a cl- uh, adjustable length thing. Hair trimmer length clip. Yeah. <laughs> what's the? What's, what are those things? Fucking. I don't know. Fucking doohickey. Yeah. I bet even in hairdressing, it's just called. Oh, pass me the thing. Yeah. The yeah, number yeah, two sure. thing. The, the length thing. thingy. The length. You know who would know? The good people at Manscaped. Yeah. God, you'd hope. <coughs> Although maybe not. <coughs> Splish splash! I was taking a bath. <laughs> And I noticed I have beautiful balls. Okay. I was so excited to read that. <laughs> yeah. Our friends at Manscaped, the global leaders in below-the-waist hygiene. And leaders in lyricist work. <laughs> lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lyricism. The, the leaders yeah. in lyrics. The Bernie Taupin of uh, dicks and balls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bernie Taupin and John Thomas. Yep. Right? John Thom- yeah. Are turning men's shower dreams into their favourite routine. With all, the all-new ultra-premium collection, this all-in-one hygiene skin and hair bundle is designed to upgrade the everyday man's shower routine from head to penis. Which it's is where I stop. Ignore the legs. <laughs> That's my rule. It says toe, but hey, that is where I stop. Your skin, hair and balls deserve this. What do you reckon about that copy? That's yeah. pretty good. It's fun, yeah. right? Splish yeah. splash, I was having a bath. Took me by surprise. Yeah. Yeah. To, 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 to remove <laughs> the rhyming from that, it makes it sound a lot. Splish splash. Splish I splash, was I was having a bath. Uh, so if, uh, if you want all of that. Oh, actually, there's, even, there's some more interesting talking points. Let me walk you through the Manscaped shower routine. Hey, please. Here we go. Step one. Lather on the cologne-infused ultra-premium body wash with aloe vera and sea salt. Both good things for your skin. Yeah, ultra-premium. Or to, a to drink. Yeah, or um, just to be at the ocean. Yeah, or to rub yeah. on sunburn. Oh, yes. Now one for well, if you want to calm it down, one yeah. for if you want to anger it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, to keep your skin feeling clean and moisturized all day. Step two, it's hair care time. 
Mm-hmm. Apply the two-in-one shampoo plus conditioner that cleanses and nourishes in one step. That's always good for blokes, right? You yeah. need just combine it. Two and one. Let's not get if the, fancy. And if I was going to put two in the one, those are the two I'd choose. Yeah. yeah. Shampoo and conditioner, the big two. Okay. Two in one, shampoo and more shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, step three. Yep. I almost went to step four. Silly me. No. Wash properly. Once you hop out of the shower, protect yourself from body odor by applying the Manscaped deodorant. Mm. Great. Important. Wise. Important. Wise. They've covered every step of the process so step far. Step four. Yeah. Have tattoos or dry skin? Okay, I don't know if I want to do that step, to be honest. But Let's I can... hit your skin with the body moisturizer. Okay, that's pretty good. I always moisturize, mainly, mainly just my face, but hey, there's a whole body under there. Yeah. I, I, mas- I moisturize the big tattoo of Steve-O's face. I've right. got away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want that peeling. I want fading. his face to look nice and good. Step five, apply the Manscaped lip balm. That's a free gift when you buy the Ultra Premium Collection. Wow. Mm. Balm your lips up. Balm them up. And last but not least... Uh, trim your body hair with a lawnmower 4.0. I can't believe that was the last one. I'd have done that before the shower, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, Would yeah. Would have been yeah. my order. But then Why am I fucking conditioning the hair I'm going to take off? Great mm. question. For the wig shop? <laughs> great question. Or I take my pubic hair? I'm getting hair? a phone call, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Should I answer it? No. <laughs> we're, in the, we're at work. We're in the middle of an ad. If you like Manscaped and the sound of its jib, and we sure do like to cut with Manscaped and the cut of its jib yep. is, yes. is good. Uh, you can go to manscaped.com. And That's use what it's called. The what? little attachment for the uh, length. It's called a jib. Is it really? No, but oh. I like the That's cut the, of it there, jib. Yeah. That's the stuff that you put in uh, Crocs, the little charms. Ah, uh, the gibbets. <laughs> yeah. Gibbets. And you can put in the code filthy yes. onto their website when you're buying stuff. You get 20% off and free shipping is, I believe... The deal that we have for that's, you That's the deal It's yeah. always the deal It's always a great deal And it's always from manscaped.com So head there Filthy Free shipping 20% off We love you Manscaped Great They product. love your balls Great and product I, Great company We love them they Speaking love of us. things being great And loving them mm-hmm. I'm enjoying Horizon 2 Forbidden West I am abstaining from that segue <laughs> <laughs> I cannot in good faith Participate I personally Think okay. that this is a good game and I'm having a fun time with it. <laughs> we've I all we've all settled in. We've flipped our chairs around. We're sitting on them backwards and we're Sunder. about to really rap with yeah. each other. Yep. You know who else had great balls? A little man by the name of G. <laughs> and so I right. was gonna. I wanted to say before I was. Have I ever told you about when I was in Japan? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah a, a few times. times. Few and times, I got yeah. a uh, and I got a tattoo of uh, of Steve-O on my back. Mm-hmm. It's because I was in the Jakuza. Jack, okay. Okay. Jackass Yakuza. Yeah. <laughs> the Jackass Yakuza. Yeah. Yeah. Write in with your opinion on that joke. <laughs> I think it's a fine game. <laughs> right. Fine. I don't know how I feel yet. Yeah. Why don't, you, why don't you take the reins to begin with, Adam? Because you're the most positive. Yeah, you love it. I'll wrestle this big mechanical fucking ox thing. Yep. Uh, and, and write it down to my next little quest marker, which is to explain why I think Horizon is good. And on the way to that quest, I will talk to myself endlessly yes. yep. about what I have to do next. That Just is observing a lot of stuff. Mm. Oh, yeah. it's sunny. Huh, there's a tree over there. <laughs> Guess I'll put that in my stash. Oh, <laughs> right. yeah. Big one for that. Yep. So, yeah. Horizon uh, Forbidden West is very much a sequel to the first game. It is doing the, the same sort of stuff at the same sort of pace. It also d- like picks directly up from the end of the story. Of yeah. It's it, yeah. I kind of thought it would be... A it does do a bit of a like catch up. You get a yep. Netflix kind of recap at the but start. But it's, mm. it's very much done in a way that assumes that it is reminding you of stuff that you've played in the first one a few years ago. Yep. I don't think it does the best job of educating you. 
oh, if you are sure. new to it. Yeah. So no. I, I went offline and did a bit of, and like read a big thing, but just to kind of there is it some, didn't, yeah. There are some videos that people have put up on YouTube that are like, here's what you need to know about Horizon Zero Dawn, and it is worth watching one of them if you never played I, yeah. the first one. I mm-hmm. think you definitely, if you haven't, you you need to do that outside reading because I don't think the game does quite a good enough job. If you're completely fresh. Because yes. there's a lot to it. There's a lot going yeah. on there because you've got all of these uh, different people in this futuristic post-apocalyptic world. Who I guess are, we'll sp- we will spoil the first game, right? Yeah. We, yeah, we, like we kind of have to to talk yeah. about this yeah, one, yeah, I think. Yeah. Because, so in the first one... And also, you like we just said, you can't play the sequel without playing the first one. The first one's a great game. So I would just say play it. Yeah. You know, come back and, and, and listen afterwards. Five years old almost to the day now yeah. as well. So mm. we've... we've um, you know, I but I played it at the time and yeah. have yeah. forgotten a lot of that stuff. So me too. it gave me the recap. I even spoke to someone recently about it, just like chatting about because they loved the story in the first one. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I remember there was like a big corporation and they were trying to like do something and then it ended up fucking the world and then there were machines around. And that's it. And that's like, I was like, oh, yeah, cool. There's some interesting <sighs> themes there. Um, I tapped out on one when it was still all just mostly focusing on kind of like Aloy's right. sort of the tribal stuff, which yep. was a bit, I think, probably the weakest part of it. And so going back and reading what the story actually was, I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, I remember right. you for years, Adam, have said it gets to a really, really kind of interesting point yeah. the further on it goes. And yeah, reading it, I was like, oh, that's cool. That's kind of a cool yeah. place. And so I agree. The, 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 the first sort of two thirds of the game are doing this world where people live is sort of what we would now call like sort of primitive right. humans in like they've got wood and they've got oh. you know older <laughs> and uh, now we know better nothing primitive about that yeah. yeah I mean if you're talking like early human like yeah, more sort in of the morning yeah, yeah, yeah. Up. <laughs> but it's very it's also like um, what if the every culture that ever existed was sort of melted down and then sent back to the stone age yes and it's all sort of like one vaguely like a mishmash and you've got yeah. different clans and tribes and stuff but they're yeah. all not you know deliberately not relating to what has existed in real human history yeah yeah, yeah. so the reason for that you find out in the back third of the game and this, this is also the reason why there are big robot machines everywhere mm. is because the world that we live in ended in the 2060s mm-hmm. because of climate change and nuclear war and all that sort of stuff that, and then also robots taking over mm-hmm. they built a thing to restart life a terraforming far thing. in the future a terraforming ai yes and with some ai subordinates who would take over robots and uh, or, or invent robots that yep. kind of are based around animals because we program the ais so that's yeah. kind of what they know about yeah rebuild the world repopulate the world with some genes from humans and things like that that we left mm-hmm. behind and that's the world you're living in now yep. you are a clone of the woman who led this project because Gaia was shut down, Gaia being the AI from some mysterious signal, mm. did that as a last ditch thing because you can go and unlock doors with your genetic stuff. Yeah. yeah. And was like, hey, go solve this. And then you're solving it for the yes. back bit. Yes. There's an AI called Hades who is trying to kill everybody because it's gone rogue. Yep. And so it's all rogue AIs and stuff like that. Very mm. sci fi stuff, but done really well in the last sort of third of that game. Yeah. I, I, I did think it was very cool. <coughs> and you're and, picking and up. worth persevering through. What seemed initially like a sort of generic game. It like. was very... And I thought the same thing about the first... The majority of that game yeah. is that it was sort of Assassin's Creed and open world kind of bland. These characters were a bit boring. As evidenced by the fact that when you are doing the first couple of hours of this new game and it's sort of going six months have gone by but here's you catching up with the other characters before you head mm-hmm. west... Mm. 
Didn't remember a fucking one of them except for the guy with the mutton chops. Yeah, same. So <laughs> same. And all I remembered about him is he was the guy with the mutton chops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're being reintroduced to these boring characters, but then it makes the good decision of sending you off to a new place. There's a further escalation of this task that you've got to save the world. Yep. And it is focusing more on those sci-fi elements with a character in Aloy who in the first game she was very wide-eyed and naive and learning about the world. Uh, proving herself. Proving herself, which led to that. a character who was a lot of like, what's going on here? And the character now is like, I know what's going on here, get out of my way. Right. Yep. Which I am finding a, a much more interesting character to be spending time with going through this story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is doing a lot of work into making me really connect with this game more than the first one, even though it is kind of doing the same stuff. But for whatever reason, it has completely clicked with me this time around and I'm enjoying fighting these big robots, Mm. the sort of difficulty level that it asks of you for some of them, all the side quests that I've done so far, I've found to be varied enough that I'm like, yeah, cool. It's not amazing. Like the climbing is a bit awkward and like a a lot of its ideas are that thing where it's like, yeah, this is what, a video game is these days. You know what I mean? But it's just doing it in a way that's really getting me into a zone with it. I'm Mm. still, like I overall, I'm enjoying it, but I, my issue with it is like, I think the pacing of, especially the intro is kind of all over the place. Yeah. Because, you know, we, we try and put as much time as we can into a game before we talk about it on here. And, you know, with a triple A game, it's usually a good five Hours or so At until you be able to really getting a feel of like what the game is, and so I think this has like a, a the very first thing that you do this kind of this tutorial that I really enjoyed. I thought it was very elegant. I thought the environment that you it did a really good job of kind of teaching you stuff in kind of an engaging way, showing you a little bit of all the different types of stuff that you do, and the environment that you're in was really nice yeah. as well. And then it just throws you into all these cutscenes, and then the world looks like it's opened up and then you're kind of exploring for a bit and then you're in a cave, which is like, I I just want to be in the, I want to be dropped yeah. into the, I want to be doing the, like, this environment looks stunning. I, I feel like I've walked around in that for maybe five minutes and then been mostly watching cutscenes and being in these, like, dank little caverns that mm. still look cool, but it's just, I'm sort of, uh, and if I was just playing this for leisure and if this was just a, you know, my one game for the next four months, I'd probably be a bit more settled into it. But I've found it frustrating, which is a unique kind of um, position to be in doing it for this, where I'm like, mm. yeah, yeah, just get me, just get me in. Because th- I'm, I'm quite a few hours in and I still don't really feel like it's properly started yet. I'm about 20, pushing 20, 20 hours, somewhere around there in. And about three times it's gone... Okay, now here's right. the thing. Yeah. So it it and that intro, yeah, the first sort of like seven hours of it is kind of going through and doing admin in a weird way, right? Which I was still engaged with and kind of enjoying, but yes, it does have that feeling over the top of your head the whole time of like we're not going yet. Yeah, I don't. Right. I still don't really feel settled in it yet, yeah. even though I am mostly enjoying it. Yeah, I the 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 world stuff is cool. The story stuff is great. It looks beautiful. Um. It's it's fun to play in spite of the fact that I think that for the most part the controls are incredibly unintuitive. Yeah. It's, it, it just – its use of the controller is – I don't think it's doing anything more than any other kind of third-person exploration game 
but it's just the and I remember that's kind of why I mean uh, you know as with most people I bounced off the first one because Breath of the Wild came out mm. and I remember just never being able to go back to it because this really feels like it's laid out in a way that if you dip out of this for a couple of weeks and you try and come back there's just things that like switching over to the pull caster is just like yeah. you aim and then you tap a button. Like it's not its yeah. own thing on the weapon wheel. It's, it's weird how it like clearly takes inspirations from like every open world game from the past 10 years, but mm. takes like the better ones. Yep. And then doesn't also take like a really commonly accepted control scheme, right? Like there's your Assassin's Creed games, your all those Ubisoft ones that are kind of lack creativity still nail stuff like, the controller layout. You know? I think part of it is that you've just got a lot of different options you've too. You've got so, so like, much stuff. The yeah. controls themselves kind of feel like that, I think partly because you are also making these complex decisions of like, okay, so I've got acid, I've got frost, I've got this other type of ammo, I've got this other longbow, so maybe I should use that. And so I feel like it is more difficult to get into that thing of flowing into what you want to do. I mean, think about so Ratchet and Clank on. though, like... Apart from the trip caster, all of the weapons in Horizon are pretty much just shoot or throw. Right. You know, and like Ratchet and Clank had like what, like ten guns that all had very different reasons to use them. That by the end of the game, I was just going through all the ammo that I had. But right. that had a shit ton of different weapons, and it was very, very simple too. I, I think that this one is just yeah. asking you to use specific ones at certain points, though, because it's like mm. this robot is specifically weak to this thing and. You, this one is massive and won't like be taken down unless you get it into this state. Yeah, and, I just think there's know. certain things that are like. But yeah, I do why, agree. Why that is this awkward. in a different mm. little me- like yeah, a yeah. rock that you're throwing? Why is that on yeah. the thing on the D pad right. instead of just being on the? We- why can't you just have and like Ratchet like and Clank had multiple different. pages of the weapon wheel yeah. that you would program to your personal specifications? And then this has the weapon wheel, but then it's also got certain things that you can only get to by yeah tapping Pressing a down. button, <laughs> yeah. tapping a button while you've got while right. you're aiming, and yep. then yeah doing stuff on the D pad. Traps? It's just, why are traps not in the weapon wheel? Like it's, it's just, yeah. Yeah. they're like items down there, but then you also call your horse from there. So yeah, you've got to go yeah. Over to it's a little or bit like, like fast travel. Like the the fast travel packs are there. I think yeah. it is a little bloated with that stuff because then in the menus too, you've got all these different armor and weapon and all these things that you can upgrade, and then you can put different um, and then things into them to, to yeah, give them different right, traits. You and don't, I mean, you don't add you don't add the modifications on the workbench, you add them just in the menu. Yeah. Right. Right. There's different resources that some of them you will have to go and refill from your stash. Some of them seem to get brought in automatically. Yep. Yeah. Like yep. for the health. Like it is mm. there's a lot going on that it um And is this is a personal maybe, taste thing, but mm. I'm sick of the skill trees. I'm sick of. Oh yeah, it's. Right, I'm, yeah. I'm a little. You know, it's like the starting. It's kind of the same in every game. You're starting mm-hmm. from scratch, and it's always just a bit like, you've done this thing, and I, I kind of. I tend to just kind of let it go for a bit, and then all of a sudden, I go. Right. I guess I haven't done that for ages, and then you just kind of, going through a menu, pushing a button, and it's like, great, now I've got a new combo that I'm never going to be able to remember to use. So right. there's eight different things. But anyway, that's just a personal. Well, because this, I think this is kind of interesting that like I agree with that in some games, and I'm not finding it with yeah, this. Yeah, right. And I think it is sometimes with games like this a personal rhythm thing of yeah. when this game happens to come out in term in relation to how your tolerance is for it or how much Absolutely. of that you've played yeah. recently. Yes, because it's like. I, Mad Max in like 2015 or whatever that was, you loved, which yeah, and yeah. a lot of people kind of like, oh, it's okay because mm. I think that that had been at like a height of a people getting sick of, sick of Assassin's Creed and type stuff. Yes, games, yes. and also which you like, hadn't necessarily 
been as engaged with as right. people who were getting sick of Mad Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like yeah. GTA was fairly more like recent right. back then. Yeah. Right. So like car combat games weren't. Right. Um, but yeah, I think this one, it's tough. It's not a bad game by any means. I want to read this quote from someone else's review because I just think it is a very accurate quote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I should, I'll get their name. It's from Mission the Impossible Vice. 6 is the greatest <laughs> adding yet. For um, <laughs> it's Matthew Galt's reviews on Vi- review on Vice uh-huh. of this game. And I he took says, DMT and then played <laughs> Horizon Forbidden West. I played Horizon Forbidden West in a sex club. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're looking for a revolutionary experience that teaches you what open world games can be, Forbidden West isn't it. But if you're looking for a competent distraction that soothes and smooths the brain by repeating what open world games have been doing for years, Forbidden West does the job. The line between a good and bad open world game has grown thin, and Forbidden West manages to walk that line with all the grandeur of PlayStation's exclusive tentpole releases. But as I push farther into Forbidden West, unlocking its mysteries and learning its backstory... My mind keeps wandering, and I wonder if I have it in me to play it for another 10 hours, let alone another 40. I'll read a quick review from uh, Cumdog69 <laughs> okay. on uh, Steam as well. Uh, it says, Aloy's not hot enough. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but I think, that's, I think that's a very fair review, and I think he's overall positive on it. Like, it's not a negative review. Yeah. He's saying, like, yeah, this is a fun-ass game where you can get the cherry-picked best bits of... All the big blockbuster open world games. Yeah. It's all done very neatly and professionally. Nothing's going to make you think too hard, but it's not that distinctive. And I think that's how I feel about it. It's like combat is fun. Like I'm enjoying it more than when I first played the first game. Like Mm. I'm playing probably a ranged build rather than just melee. Right. And so I'm like a lot of slow motion firing off shots at, you know, the weak points and maybe even doing that has made me sort of see through the matrix of the game a bit. Cause I think like, I think when you played cyberpunk Nox, you were like, yeah, I just got the biggest shotgun I could find and ran through everywhere. It was so easy. Yeah. Yeah. And so this, it's like, all you have to do is like go to an area, scan everything and shoot them with a bow, you know? Yeah, and I, so I've found that like sort of fun because it's not hard, but I've, not found it as complex, maybe. And it gives you more challenges with different robots later on, you know, like yeah. Yeah, it is very much a thing where, uh, and depending on your mood about it to the game's detriment, where it has lots more to give that it puts 40 hours away from you. Mm. So like, well, w- am I going to put the effort to get there? Right. Because I think I am, because I haven't played a game like this for a while. And so this is just really doing it for me mm. I'm, I'm i'm enjoying and finding um enough drive for me in the story like i'm kind of into what the sci-fi stuff of the story is yeah me too i'm liking reading speaking, yeah. all of the little data pads around and mm. i'm finding aloy it to be a pretty good performance yeah. i i think aloy is and the design i think is great like yeah. it's the most it's had the most effort put into it, clearly, but I do still think they... Uh, it's guerrilla games, right? Yeah. Yep. They don't quite have a handle on designing characters other than the main character that feel like real people with personalities and, sure. and histories. A lot of them are very traditional video game character NPCs. Yeah, it's going back and forth for me where there are some who are great right. out there, but yes, for the most part. I think it's better than the first one for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that review, it's like... I mean, I think this has been the case with open world stuff for a while now. It's mm-hmm. like we generally know what we're going to get from them. They're all by and large essentially the same thing, Yeah, but it's just how much you engage with the wrapping. Right. Yeah. And I think this is more unique than... 
than a lot of other stuff because it, it does have this kind of interesting mix of like caveman tribally kind of stuff and then robotic mm. kind of like uh, to me that's the big thing that gives it the point of difference and that's probably not enough for some people mm. if you've played tons of open worlds especially assassin's creedy kind of stuff then yeah of course you're seeing through that and going like oh well this is just yeah mm. this is just asking all the same stuff as me but also yeah i mean my problem with it still so far is that it's not open worldy enough like yeah. it's, it's still like it hasn't it's like i wish it was more just like Boom, here's the world. Here's your little markers. Go go around and do... I haven't even opened a map yet. Because the thing at is, any point right. asked me to like open and look at a map. Well, it gets there. It does right. get it's there, just yeah. that yeah. it does have pacing issues from the start. Yeah. If you are not going into it going like, I will definitely spend 50 hours with this. Yeah. Yeah, if you're yep. tr- waiting to be convinced. Right. And if you know, it, or if you just click with it early and go like, yep, I'm in. Take your time with me. Mm. Then I, I, I'm, I'm enjoying that. Yeah, but I don't I, think that it's necessarily like the most inviting game. But then, on the other side of that, so yes, uh, in terms of like your 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 mood will dictate to some extent how you in much you enjoy this game. But in terms of like the visuals and all of that stuff, I think they're fucking really good. It's still a PS4 game at its heart. You can see that, but I'm really yeah. liking the way it looks that's in terms of design of my big as issue. well. I think it looks so good, um, and that's probably going to be the thing that keeps me going through it is that it's just a beautiful looking game but i mean we're getting further and further on now and i just wish this was a ps5 exclusive all the mm. stuff that is really good about it i just think that with a little more oomph behind it like could just be i can't help but yeah just just be a bit disappointed when i think about the version of this game that didn't have to be made with last gen hardware in yeah. mind and i don't think that's like I know they've been a hard console to get for a long time. I don't think that's kind of like an elitist or unfair thing to say when we're now over a year into the lifespan of this console to be like, no, a game like this that comes out should just be on this console and it should just be looking, the you best, know, the best yeah. it possibly can because, yeah, Which the sequel was out on the last-gen hardware. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, and yeah. like for the PS4 game that it is, it looks incredible. Yeah, it really like, does. This is the top of what that thing can do. Yeah. But yeah, then getting either a higher resolution or a better frame rate on a PS5 is like, oh, well, okay, I'm playing a PS4 game. But sure. mm, it is a good looking PS4 game. And we'll have the same thing happen with God of War probably. I was yeah. exactly yeah. thinking of that. I, I don't love the design. I think, yeah, there's a lot of detailed stuff on screen. Like, it looks real. You know, mm. you're walking through the jungle, you're walking mm. through rocky outcrops and stuff, and you're like, oh, yeah, this is real. I don't like the design. I think it's not very like game intuitive, and I, right. I also don't like the tribe setting. Okay, <laughs> I think right. it's the weakest thing about the game because it is watered down. It's not there are no distinct cultures to like refer back to. You know yourself or be engaged with. It is very like we've put it all in a blender. Um, I think I, I love the mixture of like an. Uh, retaken, overgrown natural world with yeah. robots and shit. And like when you see sort of that shuttle near the start of the game, there are other bits where like I've, you know, wandered way off to do side quests and been like, oh, this like crest of a hill where these giant, you know, big right. machine structures are half yeah. buried. It's like, that looks sick. But most of the time you're running from village to village and they all look pretty much the it's, same. Yeah, it's an interesting decision because, yeah, that's the, that setting that like what I was saying before, like the that merging of those two ideas mm. is the point of difference that I think can win people over on the fact that it is just another open world game. Right. But they spend a lot of time digging down on the kind of the tribes. Yeah. And that's been 
done in plenty of other stuff. Yes, it's so Stargate. that's the bit the that makes is, it feel yeah. a bit like yeah. it's doing the Stargate thing, right? Yeah, Where yeah. it's all it's a sci-fi thing, but everywhere they go, it's like, oh, what are you? That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, but uh, and even like, you know, the robots are animals, like you said. So, I uh, yeah, they have a bit. A bit of a Transformers movies look to them yeah. that mm. makes them a little complicated to see exactly where you're looking to shoot without using the scanner sometimes. Yeah. That's probably... But I'm, I'm finding just like as uh, compared to... Because you're kind of like in the East for a bit and then you go West and there's like a difference between King the of people of the West. <laughs> what does that mean? The King of Wishful Thinking. Mm. No, I heard what you said, but <laughs> I don't know what you... The song by the band Go West. Oh. <laughs> Say Fifle or something I can understand. <laughs> yeah, or uh, village people. Yeah. <laughs> Go west. No, I stand by it. <laughs> uh, make your jokes for me, man. <laughs> but yes, it's... You go west and it changes. <laughs> they're different, right? Yeah, they, yes. They've yeah. got a, a thing to them and... I do like the caves and stuff because it's like there wasn't any of that in the first game, really. You would like go into a facility and you go down an elevator shaft and stuff like that. Yeah. But I like the environments. Yeah. Um, I just feel like, yeah, maybe it is... There's not personality behind every element of the game. Like a lot, some of it feels a bit like, oh, we saw this in another. Well, not literally, but like this is what you do in a game, so we're doing this. Here's the know? weird people who love bombs. Here's the like, right. here's yeah. the 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 funny guy who's yep. like a bit of an asshole, and he'll trade mm. with you. And yeah, yep. it, it's and got like, those sorts of things. This boss is a big snake. No spoilers. That's at the start, but yeah. it's like, well, yeah. Uh, it's a bit like Monster Hunter, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Mm. Like, I think the more interesting things that were in the first one, maybe I'm just taking for granted now. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it because I played it for, yeah, five hours and I'm enjoying it. <laughs> I know, yeah. it's fun to play. There's it, There's a lot more in there, but I think it's a fair point to be like, well, it takes too long. So like right. if it if it has put you to sleep by the time it gets to that stuff, then that stuff isn't in there for your experience. And well, but also but if you've if you're someone who's generally sp- I mean, because we're playing this in a way where we've gotten it we, we we were interested in it, but we're playing it under this time frame to talk about on the pod. Yeah. But most people buying it, their experience is probably like they're not playing everything. So they're fine. Those pacing issues don't really exist. As you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Because it's a sequel, so you kind of you know whether you're going to be into it or not going and in. Also, mm. just like your mileage will definitely vary with how much this one will grab you, depending on when the last time you were grabbed was. Mm. I think mm. because like I have those same exact issues with heaps of games that are like this. Yeah. But for whatever reason, this one's just gotten in under the before the garage door closes. Mm. Mm. And now it lives in my garage. Yeah. And, and you go like, and visit it and you have a great time. Yeah, this is fucking it. sick. You can you live play here the for a while. drums, one of the drums. You've got to get out of here on Friday because Elden Ring's coming to live here. <laughs> yeah, but yes, other than yes. that, you're you're good to stay for a while. But like, I was like really excited for this game. Uh, and I don't think I've played an open world game recently, except for like ones I've been replaying maybe. Right. It just feel, I, I definitely feel like, and maybe it's the same for you, it just needs another couple of hours yeah and i've also been playing it in these i think it might because i've my my opinion of it is is a lot of the stuff of it not having personality i feel like it does right where i'm at. like there's there is more of that personality and like there's there's variety in the in the places and the people that i'm talking to so i really i i think maybe the game is taking too long to make itself ob- evident yeah. You know? yeah, I also just feel like part of the way I've been playing it has been in these little bursts here and there where I just 
you know, I just need a night where I can devote to like really sort of sinking into it. Yeah. Like a lot of my frustrations have come from, okay, I've got an hour. Mm. And then I'm just doing this little thing where I'm like, I thought this was going to be the bit that gets me in, like into it a bit. Whereas, you know, if I had the time to just cook dinner and then just play it for four or five hours before bed. Yeah. Maybe I'd be, you know, a, a little more kind of I think open to those bits of it. Yeah, I've been playing so I've been playing a fair bit of it. And I've been, you know, it's been the game that I've been excited to chuck on when I'm, you know, finished watching a TV show or whatever. I'm like, mm. oh yeah, sick, I'll keep going through it. And yeah, I think the the nitpicks are more because it's meant to be a triple A game, you know? Like mm. I didn't feel this way about God of War or Red Dead Redemption 2 or like, you know, those kind of games. Even Cyberpunk, it's like, oh, I overlooked some of the technical issues because I did like the setting and the gameplay. Yeah. Um, this, I just think it's like a step below what I expected it would be. You know, I expected it to be like very well written, very well mm. directed, you know, and it's like, it's just one below that. I think maybe right. Gorilla is more into a detailed world, literally, like the environment. Right. Um. And then, like, good, definitely good game mechanics, but their focus is, like, we want people to take screenshots of this and share it. And that is what we'll be very proud of. Over, like, we want people to tear up at the end of the story, which is maybe more what a rock star is thinking about when they make Red Dead 2. Yeah, I think I, I'm, I'm liking the story a bit more than that, but I, I see what you're saying. And I will say as well, before we wrap up, that there's, like, there are some technical problems with it. I've mm. had some glitchy stuff. I've had some, mm-hmm. like... Just nothing major, just like getting stuck on little rock, like just yeah, yeah. All, all that kind of like zipping over uh, the map because you're attacking something that is further away than the animation thought it oh, was. Yeah. So oh, when yeah. When I'm doing yeah. the stealth attacks, like yeah. the the enemy will like freeze and like sort of float a little bit as well. It's like, yeah. well, that's a bit immersion breaking. Some awkwardness with some of the climbing where like if you jump onto a ledge, Aloy will like catch onto it and sort of fling her legs underneath. But clipping through the thing like yeah. right. so much of the time just I've had with these, bits yeah. and like, pieces like with that with the like kind of platforming bits that are in mm. these like particularly i guess like sony like third person games and like the tomb raidery type of stuff yeah it's, yeah, it's always a bit like you know when you play a when you play a mario like he feels very loose and the and the platforming stuff that you're doing is like you feel like you have real fluidity of yep. movement and it's all on you and your responses but climbing in these kinds of games and traversal is always just like it just feels you weirdly can, like kind of locked in. Like you've got to be yeah. just kind of you're on this, you're on this little. Um, you can feel the maths that's being done right. to yeah. snap you to the next bit. Yeah. Like if yeah, you can see the gears grinding to Even get you over there. I I found it yeah more in this game than others. Like I had a thing where I was like climbing up a thing and I was like, oh no, I want to go down and walk around. Mm. So I pressed the drop down button. So Aloy dropped down to the lower level. A ledge, but then automatically climbed across to another one. Right, right. Like, I just wanted to drop onto the ground. You're making me, like, go to the right. There's a bit of that sort of stuff, but, like, you know, that that is very common with this type of game. And it's not, it's not fucked anything for me. And there was another thing where it was like, climb up to this cave. And so it's like just halfway up a cliff. Right. Like, how do I get up there? Because if you just push forward, it doesn't. You don't automatically. You're not find the, the next. If you do the scan thing, it'll bring up like orange lines Which is that re- indicate like, where you're climbing. That's like a crazy ladder. requirement to be like. Well, you have to use detective mode to see. You know, you it's, should be able to either automatically climb 
or not be able to. The like fact that they uncharted, have they're just there, but you just yeah. they're just designed in a way where it's like, oh, I can grab that. You yeah, can feel the same thing that happened with the first one. It's noticeable how it's like not as fluid the climbing stuff as an Assassin's Creed or a, the Breath of the Wild, like or an the, Uncharted. The, yeah. The, yeah, Uncharted is the version where it's there's less that you can do, so it's more obvious. Whereas yeah, 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 this yeah. one, it's like it's almost like a Death Stranding. Like you should be able to go over every rock and everything, but. You can't. Yeah. So you could be left hitting X and just like bouncing off a cliff and when you should have just been going one step to the left. Yeah. yeah. But overall, it seems like something where like it's it's going to be personal taste that means like it's hard to say that this one it seems like is like, oh, it's good or they, oh, they fucked it. Like it really. Yeah. And I mean, overall, I am I am liking it like I. Yeah, my issues of just with it have just been like I, f- I just f- I don't I don't feel like immersed in it yet just because of the pacing of the intro. But I think it looks great. I think it's fun to play. I yeah, I I like the the world and the story elements that I've gotten so far. So yeah, I am going to try and like push through and hopefully, from what you've said, Adam, it feels like it's pretty close to where I'm at. That it's really opening up. Yeah, I think I was already clicking with it a bit more though than right. it sounds like you are at the time. So like I was kind of just in it. Like it it. It got me with whatever I, I'm into the overall story. So mm. like the moment to moment kind of like maybe some of the characters are less interesting isn't bothering me because I'm keen to see where this goes. Right. And I'm enjoying everything I'm doing along the way, honestly. So like I'm just happy to walk around in it a bit more because it looks so stunning. Yeah. Like, you know, if I only get another few hours out of it just doing that. I think safest thing to say is that if you really like the first one, this one is uh, probably better than that one and is doing more of it at least. So, like... I don't know. I think it's added a lot of bloat and unnecessary stuff. Like, there was not so much climbing and platforming in the first one. The first one had an awful lot of bloat to it, though, as well. Yeah. Like, there was a lot of... It's easy to, to look back and remember the, the high points, but that was my big problem with the first one mm. was this same thing that you guys are saying about this one is like right. it was too much, too dreary, too long to get to mm. the thing that you had to do. Then it wasn't interesting when you got there and it all felt like kind of generic stuff and I wasn't super into the combat. And I've completely f- found the opposite with this one for whatever reason. Mm. Yeah. All right, well, go down to Blockbuster and give it a rental. <laughs> yeah. See what you think. Play Hello, it on Civic. the little, play on the PlayStation 5 they have in store. <laughs> yeah. Where the yeah. uh, controller is sort of like, you know, s- screwed into yeah, a little post thing. Post up for yeah. seven the hours. rubber is like rubbed open. off of yeah, the joystick. Yeah. 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 Um, all right, guys, that is going to do us for this week on Filthy Casuals. Uh, head to filthycasuals.com.au for the links to all the other stuff we do. The show is on Patreon. You can support us on there and get a bonus episode every week. Oh, yeah. Uh, we also have the videos on YouTube, heaps of them up there. We've got our Detroit Become Human Let's Play that's uh, coming to a close. Yes. Uh, we've also got our new side podcast, Hollywood Phonies, where yes. we riff out the plots of the fake movies that are in the background of re- real movies. There's three episodes of them up now. Uh, go check that out. And uh, if you're enjoying it, give it a, give it a little rating. We'd yeah. Really appreciate that. Share it with a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've got shows in the Comedy Festival, oh. comedyfestival.com.au, Chimp Cop, uh, your guys' show, and also my show yes. called Turtle Island. Heaps of stuff to plug. We'll see you next week. We'll be talking Elden Ring. Oh, yeah. man, I certainly fucking will. Yeah. <laughs> you better be ready to hear it. Yep. So they've changed the speed of the <laughs> short sword attack. To- <laughs> uh, thanks very much for listening. And as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals. Do I need to have played Horizon 1 Bidden West and 2 Bidden West and 3 Bidden West before I play Horizon Zero Dawn? <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 